Dangerous to Go Alone is a member of the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network. Visit brokenjars.xyz to check out all of our amazing content. Welcome to this week's episode of Dangerous to Go Alone. I'm Jay Ray, and about 17 years ago, I played Metal Gear Solid for the first time. Wow, I'm Amanda, and I am a Gemini. So I don't believe in Zodiac I was going to ask, you don't believe in it? No. But you've read some horoscope horror. Hor- yeah, I really think I'm I'm really unlike. I mean, there are of course some aspects in which I might be Gemini-like, but mm. I think on the whole, I am nothing like a Gemini, which is why I don't buy into the whole zodiac thing because I think mine's I really the mark with you. Yeah, Gemini's are like flaky and fun. Are there any particular <laughs> versions of the um, like? the way the zodiac is separated because sometimes the days differ depending on what yeah i'm really close to but i'm always a gemini but i am close to the line of being whatever comes after that and are you more similar to that that Mm, haven't looked into it okay okay all right good to know but i was born late tune in next week guys for an update (laughs) um yeah so we're here coming you guys are listening to this on a Wednesday, but it's a Sunday morning after a delicious McDonald's breakfast Yum. full of health. Yeah, we're doing great this weekend. Natural oils. Health-wise. Yeah. We definitely did not each eat uh, our own can of Pringles last night. Definitely not. Excuse me. <laughs> definitely <Okay>. not. <laughs> so, let me start off this episode by saying my half-sincere apologies to Alex of Shylock's Gaming Podcast, because when the news broke about what we're about to discuss, he asked, could I be on the episode where you guys talk about it? Oh. And I said I'd think about it or whatever. Um, Could he be on our episode? Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. And I I thought about it, and I was like, maybe, maybe, but I didn't know specifically when we were going to record, and it was too hard. Gotcha. um, I, uh, I left it at that, and now we're recording, and he's not part of the episode, so... Maybe in a later date, as more information. I'd revisit revealed. it with him because yeah. I bet you he has a different perspective than both of us. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, because I will say for those of you who don't. Okay, so first, maybe it'll be like a bonus episode we'll do. Oh, sure, Just like release a quick like, 10 a, like thing. a twenty-minute conversation yeah. with Alex. Well, I will say so. What we're talking about is the Nintendo Switch, which is previously known as the Nintendo NX. Yes, uh, it's the new console that was just announced days ago. Yep. Um, about a week ago, by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, so there was another podcast on Broken Jars called Shylock's Gaming that I was a part of. And there was some leaked information a couple months ago, and Alex was of the opinion that Nintendo wouldn't do it, based on the... Wouldn't do what? Um, all the weird, innovative hardware things that they're doing, making it half mobile, half not, and um, <clears throat> you know, having the adaptability that the video that was released shows that it does. Right. So he had thoughts based on that, because he didn't think it was going to happen, and now it's happening, so... So he's wrong, and he just wants to fess up to his wrongness. Well, that, but I mean, he was excited for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. That kind of thing. Man, you're really sticking it to him. I'm just kidding, Alex. Mucho love to you, man. Okay, well, not that much. Take it easy. Mucho. (laughs) I give you mucho love. (laughs) So so we're here. We've watched the video a couple times together, separately, all that jazz. Um, What do you think? Well... This is a really loaded question. No, I mean it's we're not. we're gonna get into it all here. One word answer only. What do you think? My like my like very short answer is I don't really care. Okay, more than one word, but I'll take it. It's fine. We'll go to the judges. <laughs> um, you don't really care. So, 
Okay. So you want to you want to dive into that then, or you want me to go? Well, what's your what what what's your quick little sound bite, and then we'll we'll dive into it. Uh. Yeah, it's in an excited tone. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's how, that's how I feel. I like that too. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good answer. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, mine's more like a I don't really care. Right. So I, I thought there was a, a bit of a tone thing there. Okay. Yeah, well, we could say that. That's more clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I guess the thing about it is, um, I mean, it, it's hard to know where to start with this. Okay. So let's just talk about what it is, right? So this is a console. Yep. It has the capability to remove a piece from the console that looks very similar to the Wii U gamepad. Hmm. Um, that will then make it become a handheld system. Like a portable kind of thing. Portable, but you can play, it seems, the exact same games, obviously, that you're playing on the console on the... So it's not like a separate thing. Like a 3DS is separate and has separate games. So, for example, we play... What is our the version of Smash that we own for Wii U? Is that just Smash Wii U? Yeah, it's called Super Smash Brothers, again. Um, So... (laughs) I mean, if that was available for this Switch, right. you'd literally play it in your house. And then when you want to go somewhere, right. you can keep playing it outside the house. Right. So, I mean, maybe the new Zelda Breath of the Wild is a good example. Because yes, we actually. know that's going to come out for Switch. So, the point is you could play it in your house or you could take it and play it just the same, it appears. Right. Not like some offshoot of... Um, anywhere else yeah not like hyrule warriors 3ds is a different version than hyrule warriors for wii u right and it doesn't i mean i don't know there's there's lots of stuff we don't know right but it seems like you can really play the whole game as opposed to like maybe you can just do side quests on your thing or like there's some capabilities it doesn't have um but we don't know that it appears that you can play the game just the same as you would at home um yeah so there seems to be a controller that looks like a normal ish controller um, for the Nintendo console, standards. by Nintendo standards. Oh, for, I see what for the console, yep. so it looks yep. like a controller. Think as, of it as like the like the Wii. Yeah, whatever Pro that's called, the Pro Classic. Yeah, like it looks that, like yeah. that. So I don't know if that's going to come with the system. That's a question I have, or if that's like the Pro Classic, something that you can purchase. Um, and then the other thing it has is two pieces that come off like dog. They look like dog ears a little bit. Some the internet has has claimed. That come off um, and are handheld. And think of them as like um, smaller Wiimotes, basically. Yeah. They have an analog stick instead of D-pads, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, And the analog sticks are set up similar to like the Xbox. So the right analog stick is lower below your buttons, but then the left analog stick is higher above like your D-pad. Yeah, that seems right. Um, And that can also apparently turn into two controllers for two different people to play with. Two separate Wiimote type things. I have to say, I think that's much too small for any like normal sized adult to use, but uh, that's just what it looks like in the video. Hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see if it had triggers. Yeah. um, Because the Wiimotes currently have, what is that, the B button? Mm Is a trigger in the back? Oh, and there's a C button too. No, but those are on the nunchuck. That's on the nunchuck, The nunchuck buttons don't count. Yeah, so the B button's the trigger, and then there's A, your starts, and all that jazz. Yeah, just the um, way it looked. People looked very, like, their hands were very close together to hold this thing in two hands. Sure. Um, Um, So it looked difficult for people who have. Yeah, probably smaller than, like, a cell phone. I think so. So it might be... um, might be difficult for for somebody with as large of hands as J. Ray has, for example. Um, yeah, Trump, take that. <laughs> Political. Political. Um, J. Ray's hands are big. Okay. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so there's a lot of questions I've got about it. So yeah, I'm looking same. forward to for the answers. But like, sorry, I cleared my throat a lot last week. I was told by some listeners, hashtag Amanda. I have to clear my throat again, guys. So we're going to make a thing of it. Okay. It's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Look at that waveform. It's huge. That's what mm-hmm. she said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are the, the games. I'm curious what format are they delivered in. Yep, because, I'm curious about that too. Yeah, I mean, for a while now, Nintendo's kind of been on a CD binge. Yep. Except for their handheld stuff, which is in a cartridge. Right. In the very beginning of this video, we do specifically see some type of inserted thing. hard cartridge type thing. So was it just a general memory card and maybe games are downloaded digitally? Right. Or do you still buy physical copies of games? And then, right. would that mean, like, back in the Game Boy days, you need, like, five cartridges for five different games? Right. Or is this little memory card have, like, huge data storage capabilities? Right. You can store a bunch. Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. Um, and I imagine it just gets plugged into the piece that looks like the um, like the Wii U right. gamepad, so that that's how it comes with you or not. Right. Either um, way. Yeah, because also, too, so if you have a Wii U at home and there's the gamepad, there is, like, a charging station that right. it comes with. Yep. So that's kind of like what the quote-unquote console version of the Switch it looks really like. It really is, It's yeah. just, it's covered on both sides. Yeah, it looks... But yeah, essentially, I bet it plugs in, and then that's what feeds it into probably an HDMI cable that's plugged into that charge port. Right. So that's what'll feed it to the television via audio and all that jazz. You know, I really didn't think about it until right this very second, but um, I hate that about it because it, I really hate systems that aren't stackable. I was really pissed at the PS3 because mine was curved and I couldn't place another system right. on top of it. Just because I personally have so many video game systems right. and I have them all stacked neatly in this you know, in this entertainment center piece that I have of furniture. Um, so it sucks, because where would I fucking even put that? Sure. <laughs> now, generally, most consoles do do can be stacked mm-hmm. vertically. Yeah. So, and yeah, you your quote-unquote entertainment system isn't quite an entertainment yeah, system. Yeah, it isn't. It's like a hutch yeah. thing. But, um, yeah, so... But, yeah, it's a good point, because I mean, if Wii, it could just go on top the, of the other the things, PS4, then it would yeah, just all be on top. could be up, yeah. Uh, so but, there is that. And maybe you could put it sideways. It, it clearly isn't meant to be that way, but I wonder if you can lean it. Sure. If it can lay flat. Yeah. I, I don't know if you could stack something on it, but it might. Yeah, because I would imagine the um, whatever the connective cables are, they're not as firm as like an inserted thing. Yeah. Because even this, um, the charging station here has a bit of like a a magnetic dongle. And yes. it's curved in such a way it just kind of fits correctly. Right. That's probably why it has to be up. Yeah. But it also looks significantly smaller. Yeah, it does. Because looking at your entertainment system, if uh, we didn't have the Wii U hooked up, which we probably wouldn't, and the GameCube was just there, I bet it could fit in between the GameCube and the side of the wall there. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So you guys can't see it. Maybe that's I'll a take point. a picture of it, and that'll be the podcast artwork this week. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm curious, too, about what controllers come with it, or the default controllers, the side things. Yeah, I agree. And Uh, also, like, they didn't really... They showed um, people playing it portably with other people, but in the video, they only show people playing at home alone, I believe, so I wonder what it looks like to have party play, like, in the home, on the console version of it, you know? Yeah, like, could two classic pro-type controllers be hooked up to a single console? Right. 
Um, yeah, because yeah, the, can you mix and match like you can with the Wii and Wii U? I mean, probably you can. I would assume just because you can with the other system. So I don't see why this would be different, but um, we don't see it in the video. What's interesting about the Wii U is that a lot of two-player games will create make the gamepad its own screen. Right. Which I feel like is not going to be a possibility here. If you're playing at home on a TV, it has to be plugged in. It has so to be You won't in. have a secondary screen. Right. Which I think is fine. Totally fine. That's how all other consoles work. Yeah, that secondary screen thing... Uh, it's sometimes a pain. It, yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, it could have been used really well, yeah. and I still have faith that it might be used really well in Breath of the Wild. They had promised that that would be like a map screen. Yeah. I think that could be really cool, but... Um, yeah, for the most part, that secondary screen is bullshit. It's yeah. it's really just like a duplicate of the screen, and why do you need that? Just right. so you can play in bed or whatever if you want, I guess. That's where your brain instantly goes. Well, I, this so I, can play I have to tell you, our friend Colin, yeah. got when he got his Wii U, he like purposefully he had to move his bed from one side of the room to the other so that it would be through the wall, that it would be close <laughs> enough that he could play his Wii U gamepad. That is so funny. Yeah, in his bed. Um, well, I remember when you first got your Wii I can't you reach did my testings. Bed. Yeah, you, you had it, and you walked step by step, and you're like, oh, lost it. Yep. Yeah, I cannot play in bed. It's too far from the console. Well, there are games <laughs> like uh, Captain Toad Treasure Hunter. That Treasure seems Tracker, to have yeah. Tracker that used it. It did, but it, was, it did, but in an, again, an annoying way that I didn't appreciate, because that was a motion control thing. Yeah, mo- I, I, I feel motion like controls. forced motion controls are the worst. Yeah, they're bullshit. I hate them. So, yeah, so I didn't in- enjoy that. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, a big question I've got for those little side things. Are they motion-controlled? They probably have some amount in them. I mean, maybe not. Maybe maybe Wii U is, like, done with it, but... Yeah. Uh, sorry, rather, Nintendo is done with it, but they've they've been doing that now for more than one generation, so... Yeah. I imagine they'll stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, but mostly the gamepad is really bullshit, because, like, if you play... Excuse me, if you play Mario Kart... You and I are playing Mario Kart together. So on the screen, you see a split screen, but I'm playing with the gamepad. If I look at the gamepad, it should be full screen. That is It's not. <laughs> that, that's messed up. That because, is bullshit. Um, and I don't know what that is because it doesn't always do that. Because you look at Hyrule Warriors, and we don't see what each other person sees at all. Right. So it's not like the console can't. Right. Just when they developed Mario, we yeah, didn't games. think about it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah and if you play Super Smash better. Brothers, it's just a duplicate of the screen. Though that proves useful. We um, went to a gaming party once where mm. eight people were playing Smash Brothers at once, because that's right. possible. And it actually helped to have the second screen. Like, some people who are kind of far from the TV, they, like, put the right. gamepad there instead of so people were like playing off of that. So there's, like, two or three people around the gamepad With controllers, at it. Yeah, yeah, but just looking at it, yeah. yeah. And then everybody else was able to sit around the couch or on the TV. Right, yeah, so, so that proved a little bit useful. I mean, eight-player smash is bonkers. It was bonkers. Yeah. Oh, man. Bonkers. That was a crazy day. So, yeah, I think, let me tell you, what I think is going to make or break the console is the software. So at the very end of the video, or at the end of a video, maybe not the, the main video that was released, they had a bunch of different game publishers. And what that means is third-party content. Oh. Yeah. So Activision makes Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, which means Activision now could release a game for oh, I didn't Nintendo again. I didn't notice this at all. Yeah. Because um, Call of Duty used to be available on the original Wii, I think. Well, they had some games like that, too, because Nintendo 64 eventually got Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which was a Ubisoft game, right? Well, they, and they used to have third-party things. Yeah. I mean, there were some rules, though. You know, Tony Hawk cut the blood. 
Yeah. You know, right, uh, right, right. The main Modern Warfare game didn't come out on Wii U as a version of it. And I think they took I away see. some story elements or whatever to make it a little bit more kid friendly. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I feel like the problem with Wii U is that they just didn't put out enough interesting games. It's always been Nintendo, and it's just kind of been stagnant because it's like, like, we want to play Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah. But we're also aware that, technically speaking, it's probably not much different than. Super Mario 3D World. Right. Um, which we've played already. Yeah. So if we want to play the same game-ish with a different skin and look, we, we will. Right. But it's not like we run to do that. You know, you play Uncharted 4 and then we play Doom and then you play Tomb Raider and then we play Borderlands. It's yep. like, you know, sometimes you just want to shift gears, you know, so having mm-hmm. Nintendo release all the same types of games doesn't do that enough. It's true. And any game that binds you to motion controls is annoying. Yeah, I agree. Um, but... If third-party companies can make games for the Switch, then there'll just be more games available, which yeah. is great. Because right now you go to GameStop and it's a very similar-looking wall of games. And it's a very small section comparatively. When you walk in there, you yeah. can really see like, the difference like because maybe the fucking one yeah, section. Xbox has like a whole wall, PlayStation has a whole wall, right. and the Wii U has a quarter of that amount of wall space. Yeah. Right, it's tough. Yeah, um, but now if other publishers are making games for it, then maybe it'll be. Yeah, that's fair. Because then it'll just make it worth the investment. I mean, Nintendo consoles, especially in the last two generations, have been the much cheaper versions of them. Yep. I think I bought my brother a Wii for like 200 bucks. Yep. Um, I think the Wii U, you got it for like three. Yeah, and I bought it pretty it pretty like early new. on. Yeah. Yeah, it was brand, yeah, it was a new console, and I bought it. Yeah. As opposed to you the buying... The first Christmas it was out, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so, too. Um, as opposed to you buying your PS4 this past year... Like ha- it having been out for a while. Yeah, it was a year or two right. away from. So it, then yeah. it was like four hundred. Right. Fresh out of the box, it was like five six hundred dollars, depending on the right. storage size you got. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think you need software to merit the fee that you're putting up for it. Right. You know? Um, well, that's an interesting thing, too, because the thing that I find the most interesting about this choice from Nintendo is that Nintendo pretty much has a monopoly on the uh, mobile, not mobile gaming, handheld gaming market. Yeah. The 3DS is the only, I, and honestly, Nintendo always has Game Boy, all the Game Boys, and now uh, the DS and the 3DS are the only, in my opinion, this is an opinion, were the only handheld consoles worth a damn. Yeah. I think everything else was just bullshit trying to compete with all the Nintendo handhelds. Um, So it's kind of an interesting choice that they're making with the Switch because they're killing their own business, right? Right. So if you buy a Switch, theoretically you won't need a 3DS. And so Nintendo is putting itself out of the handheld business, which makes me think that the price point on the Nintendo Switch is going to be higher. It would have to be to make up for the revenue they're going to lose on handheld systems, theoretically. Yeah, you know... In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, just to touch on your commentary about them owning the handheld market. They definitely do today. Yeah. But I do remember back in the 90s, um, the Game Gear was a solid piece of equipment. It was in color when Game Boy was not in color. That's fair. It took like eight double D batteries. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Uh, And it was a lot bigger. It wasn't... I mean, they were all bigger, but it was a lot bigger. That you definitely could not fit in your pocket. Right. Um, yeah, it was almost the size of a Wii U gamepad. A yeah, little smaller. Yeah, pretty but much. But definitely close. thicker. Yeah, yeah, big and thick like that, yeah. Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> Not Donald Trump. Anti-Trump. That's right. Um, that man is neither big nor thick. <laughs> okay. So I'm told. 
Sorry. That, that's why your internet browser history is always so blank because you have to clear it after each other. Oh yeah. Um, so definitely. <laughs> so there's that, but yeah, eventually they kept doing the Game Boy thing, and then when Game Boy made the switch to the DS. Well, first the advanced. Okay. Because the advanced size cartridges were half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and there were two advances. There was the advanced that you've got, and there was the advanced SP. Folded, yeah. Um, But both of those played regular Game Boy cartridges. They did. And then the original DS only played advanced Game Game Boy Advance cartridges and DS games. Right. Um, And then eventually the next version of the DS, which was, I think, the DSi. Stops playing the Game Boy Advance. Stops playing the Game Boy Advance games. Got it. So what that affords them is an opportunity to continue forward with an existing bank of games. Right. So it wasn't hard for me to get an advance because I could still play all my Game Boy games. Yeah, same. And it wasn't hard for me to get a DS because then all my advanced games still played. And then I could build up my DS library. Right. And then right now, there's the 2DS that plays pretty much every Game Boy game. Every yeah. DS game, rather. So 3DS, DSi, yep. all that shit. Yeah, I've always liked that about Nintendo. I mean, technically speaking, I never owned a Wii. My Mm. parents own a Wii, and so when I lived with them, I used their Wii. Um, And so I own a couple Wii games. Like, I own Twilight Princess for the Wii, and I own Skyward Sword for the Wii. And buying the Wii U, part... I mean, I wanted it for reasons, but it also became a no-brainer, because I was like, I should be able to play games that I already own. Right. (laughs) And it still plays GameCube games. uh, no. The Wii U doesn't? The no, Wii did. the Wii did. Yeah. It only ever goes back one, one generation. generation. But that's still a lot. But I own a GameCube, so I'm not worried so about not that. Worried about it. But it's kind of nice that Nintendo has afforded the ability to skip one like that yeah. and still be able to play the libraries of both. Right. Well, what would help with this Switch is that if you could play DS games on it, but the way DS games work is very different because of that dual screen thing. Right. Which isn't going to translate well to your TV. Yeah. Um, or the single screen switch handheld peripheral anyways. Yeah. So And it doesn't seem like you'll probably be able to play Wii U games on it because we're th- thinking it's not a disc. That's correct. But I guess but maybe if it'll you have bought a disc anything shot. through the Nintendo store yeah. and you attach oh, it to sure. your account. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, because... And maybe, I mean, Nintendo also does a thing where, like, they make a lot of options for you to purchase as add-ons. So they don't come with a system, but maybe they will make some sort of disk drive that you can attach to it to play right. Wii U games on the Switch or something. I could see that being a thing. Yeah. So um, so maybe there'll be a way to do it. Um, so, and this will, and we can get back to Switch talk specific in general, but it's a good point to kind of translate to, sure. Um, this is a good point to translate, uh, not translate, to switch the conversation over toward like what other console companies have done. So what we're talking about where Nintendo would kind of, personally, we would like Nintendo to do something that would allow them to play other games, right? But um, when Xbox tried to do something that went against that, everybody freaked out. And now, in you know middle of 2016, we're all wishing that Microsoft went forward with what they did. Right. So we're saying it'd be cool if Switch let you do backwards stuff. Yep. But maybe it's not necessary. And, but and that's the thing though, if they move forward with this is what we do now. Yep. They have to go full force, and that's why they need the games, and that's why the hardware has to work. Right. Um, and it's where Microsoft faltered is because they didn't commit all the way. People mm-hmm. said don't do it. They pulled back and they didn't do it at all. And now Xbox One is basically just a higher version of the 360. Yeah. Um, but with the Switch not playing discs, from what we can tell, 
Um, and that would imagine has to be because, I mean, you remember Walkman back in the day, right? Yeah. Where, like anti-skip feature. Yeah. Like how are you going to sit on a bus trying to play a disc spun it's game? True. Yeah, it's going to be super hard. Um, that technology has gotten much better, though, because obviously there's portable DVD players and stuff that don't skip so much. Yeah, it's so true. So it's possible yeah. that it would be but fine. Because the, it, it's, there's, I guess, more to be read because you're controlling the thing as opposed to the DVD just running straight through. Yeah, good point. Um, but yeah, same idea. Um, so what does this mean for Nintendo in relation to all the new consoles that Microsoft and Sony are coming out with? Yeah, I think that this is the thing that's most interesting to me. And, and this is, has been happening slowly over time, definitely with the Wii and then... Um, definitely even more so with the Wii U, is that Nintendo seems to have really, since our youth, so since Nintendo's been around, right, um, have have made a firm and calculated decision to do their own thing. And it seems like Sony and Microsoft have let them. Like, it, I, I don't know how much it... Um, was discussed or if it just happened like I'm sure these companies have conversations with each other about this stuff all the time but it seems like Sony and Microsoft are like yeah you can do kids games and Nintendo just does kids games now in a way that was not the case like they used to make the push more so to come out with Tony Hawk a version of Tony Hawk anyway than I think they do now right um and uh I mean, it seemed really amicable and stuff like I I mean I don't know what the behind the scenes of any of this might have looked like but it seemed it seems good for everybody, I think, honestly, because having Microsoft and Sony in competition with each other and then also each of those with Nintendo, I mean, that's tough. That's, I mean, those are three big options for you, you know? Yeah. Um, so in terms of software, that's totally right. Nintendo has always taken that family-friendly approach and held on to it, and I feel like Sony and Microsoft are like, well, we can't. Right, we can't compete with it. Over market, right? So right. we'll go this other way. So we just won't do, do it anymore. Gaming, right? Yep. Um, but in terms of hardware, well, I think this is true too. Though I think Nintendo has also done its own thing in terms of hardware and technology because it 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 held on to motion control in a way that PlayStation for a second tried to do and was like, no, I'll back off on that. But that's what I was going to say is that definitely both of those companies tried to copy. That's true. Because 360 and then Xbox One came out with the Kinect. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. Sony had the move. Yeah. Uh, right. Both of those were not really well received. I Connect mean, was was okay. Connect well, did okay. The tricky part about Connect though is that, like Wii Sports, the original run of Xbox One came with a Connect. Oh, did it? Yeah. Um, and then they be they Xbox another, One. Yeah. Wow. It, there was a Connect for 360. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was like integral in how the One ran. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and then, like, the next versions of the one, they stopped making it because people were I complaining, see. too. Gotcha. Um, you know, because you get into a situation where your connect is plugged in or whatever, and, you know, you're tickling me, like you always do. Yeah. And I say stop, and then your mm-hmm. Xbox One is Oh, like, yeah, I remember this. I forgot this happened. All of us yeah, yeah, stops yeah. watching whatever adult film we're watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's tricky, and um, I do feel like those companies did try to copy them as much as they could, and they couldn't. I mean, yeah. even the Sony started doing, like, they had the PSP and then the Vita because they wanted to do the handheld thing, Yeah, too. that's true. Um, but software at Nintendo, I felt like, hasn't ever really been able to keep up. They don't have online gaming the same way that the other companies do. You know, there's not a lot of pro gamers that focus on Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Um, and aside from 
classic type games like everybody's looking forward to the new Zelda game and you know everybody's always excited for the next iteration of like your Mario Karts and your Smash Brothers yeah there's really no big tent pulls like if I walked away from the Wii U like what games would you walk away with I mean Splatoon which we haven't played but everybody loves it yeah Captain Toad Treasure Tracker right um yeah that's probably it I mean Super Mario 3D World I think was pretty great um like even their like sports thing which is at Nintendo Land oh yeah that was terrible yeah I wouldn't say terrible, but there's no legs on it. Yeah. Because you can sit I mean, there and I'll you can play Wii I'll forget it in 10 years. I'll right. forget that it even existed. Right. I won't forget Wii Bowling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But I I do think, too, there's an extent, and I, I don't really know because I don't know a lot about technology. Maybe you can speak to this a little bit better than I can because I'm not smart in the ways of tech. But um, it seems to me like Nintendo, the pushes they're making are very different pushes, which is why Microsoft and Sony have had a hard time competing when they try to copy, because they seem to be very different types of pushes. Like, for whatever reason, Nintendo went off on the motion control thing, and, um, you know, I just, I feel like Sony and Microsoft are more worried about technical elements like storage capacity, like um, graphics, like you know, all that kind of stuff. They're coming out with a 4K version. I don't imagine Nintendo would ever care to come out with a 4K version of some console of theirs, you know? Because it's not... I don't know. It's not, like, what they push in terms of their technological moves forward in, in the gaming industry. Right. They seem to do a lot more stuff with, like, hardware flexibility and stuff. Right. I think that's what they might call it. Uh yeah, I mean, they don't make graphically intense games. I mean, maybe because they can't right. because of the hardware, but they don't. I mean, they have a lot of cel-shaded visuals, or they stick with like that cartoony aesthetic, so it doesn't really matter right. if you can see pores but in But they've also Mario's stayed with face. a bunch of other bullshit, too, of like, their, their consoles aren't really good for anything except gaming, which is fine, because that's what consoles should be for, but we use the PlayStation to watch YouTube, to watch... Netflix, to watch Amazon, to watch DVDs, to watch Blu-rays, all things. I mean, Netflix, oh, sorry, Wii U and Wii can watch Netflix. There is an app for that. I don't think they ever got an app for Amazon, or maybe they have now, maybe but they, they didn't did at first. Right. So they're late to, like, all the other uses that a console might have in your life. Well, so that's an interesting point, because first, I would say Nintendo and Sony are Japanese-oriented companies. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the console portion of those companies exist i would imagine in japan still yeah so there is that culture i think that they take into account yeah while microsoft obviously is owned by bill gates right so i would assume that their console company is also in the u.s yeah i think so um so there's integrations that you see in those con in the microsoft consoles that's very different because like skype is available on xbox One. yeah yeah you know because it has the connect also right um, and you could Skype while you're playing a game. Yeah. Um, Which seems like something Nintendo easily could have done with the gamepad because there's that camera, that front-facing camera on the gamepad. Yeah. Which is used for, like, nothing. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Um, but you have to think about... So, like, Japan, what would they use that for? Because maybe they don't like that part of it. Right. You know, right now, I think there's one game in maybe Nintendo Land that uses the camera, and it's, like, your reaction when you lose. Oh, yeah. You know? That's funny. Yeah. That's um, a very Japanese thing to do. That's funny. Um, Xbox 360, I want to say, did something like that in a game called Burnout. Mm. Um, and there was a camera add-on to your controller. 
you basically plugged it where the battery goes, so it was like a battery slash camera. Okay. And, you know, like that, and the same thing. It would take your picture when your car crashed. That's funny. You, get, you know? That's kind of funny. Um, but Xbox definitely went in with the Xbox One with the goal of making it your entertainment centerpiece. Yeah. You could feed your cable box through the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so you could you use your Xbox One dashboard to go to your television yep. as opposed to hitting your sources on your TV. Yeah. Um, you can split screen stuff. Yeah. So you could watch the news while playing the game in a picture in picture. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. So Xbox definitely went in with like this entertainment all around. I'd say it probably bit them in the butt in the end because they are not beating Sony in terms of the console right. wars. Um, but Sony, on the other hand, went in like we are a console thing first. Right. Which is why... But they still have a lot of that other stuff that Nintendo even still doesn't have. So It's true. I mean, these I, are levels. I think they did. Yeah. And it's only streaming. And only the Netflix app works well. You know? The yeah. HBO Go app's a little clunky. The Amazon app is terrible. Yeah. Um, and that might true. be more because of the those companies. Might be. You know, maybe Amazon doesn't really care about what their console app looks like. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so there's that. And then the Wii went... The, like even further by really only focusing on video games yeah which is fine but that's why they've never made it so that i need a nintendo right like i need a ps4 or an xbox one because it's how i watch netflix yeah and like you don't own a blu-ray player or a dvd player for that matter either either those things right and i do have a chromecast right but like there is a part of me that's like well i could sit on my couch with my ps4 controller watch netflix and then switch to rocket league without having to get up and switch things yada yada totally which is like the benefit over the chromecast yeah um i mean even when we launched the original thing of netflix you you probably remember but you need a disc no way disc yeah so you put it i don't remember that my parents my parents watch um netflix on their wii now and there's no disc yeah i think somewhere in the middle they switched it. They're like, they'd be gotcha. like a no, I did not know that. That's fucked up. Yeah. So you requested the disc and they sent it to you Jesus. in the mail. Jesus. Who? Netflix or Nintendo? I forget. I think that, maybe it was Netflix. Interesting. Yeah. And they sent it and it was free. Right. Sure. Yep. But you had to put the disc in every time you wanted to watch Netflix. Oof. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think there was like, well, it's not really great. So let's just focus on games. Right. And then the other question becomes, what is important when you play games? Gameplay. Right. I mean, gameplay should be first and foremost. Yeah. Graphics, audio, that should be should all come up next. there, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's secondary for sure. So again, Nintendo hasn't had the capabilities everybody else does. Oh, the 4K resolution stuff. Right. Right, because there's the Xbox One Scorpio, Scorpio, which is the 4K version. Right. And then I think it's the PlayStation Neo. I think so, yeah. maybe. Um, and those are the 4K versions of those consoles. Right. Um, oh, neither of which have been released yet though the Scorpios should be coming out soon if it hasn't already the actually. S the S comes out soon which is theirs sorry yeah, which that's right in previous versions it was called the Slim yeah yeah. Um, and I believe PS4 is also coming out with a Slim version gotcha uh, for things like you were criticizing before you know your entertainment system space mm-hmm. because they it's a humongous thing yeah because they're like well we don't know where to put all this stuff right you know. but now a couple years from then Sorry, audio people. <laughs> I fucked that up. Yeah. Okay. Um, a couple years from now, they'll be like, all right, well, you know, there's a, a stronger version of this that takes up less space. So switch out those parts, and now we can create a smaller console, and it won't inconvenience people so much. Right. Um, which, again, the Wii's never done. Yep. 
GameCube never did it. None of that nope. shit. Um, but the 4K stuff, I believe a lot of people are hinting that it's for VR. Oh. So, um... That makes sense. PlayStation VR is out now. Yep. Um, it comes with the headset. I think two controllers, specifically. Like, little things. Um, and then there is a additive box that works as, like, a hub. So you plug in your headset into this hub, and then the hub goes into your TV slash PS4, because what it will do is it'll allow people to sit next to you and see what you see. I see. Yeah. Okay. But it, it'll, like, fix it. So that makes sense on a TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's what that has. Xbox One has no VR in talks. I think they might... It might work with the Oculus. Um... But the big thing that Microsoft had been pushing is what they call HoloLens, which is augmented reality goggles instead. So you see the room. Yeah. But things are projected onto it. Right. Which I thought was cool. I think it makes more sense. But I'm not really excited for either thing. Yeah, it definitely depends on the context. Um, Because I recall there was a very favorable HoloLens demo at E3 maybe two or three years ago. Or two of them. One they showed, which was the Minecraft one. I think I showed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was, was on the cool. Table. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other one though was like behind closed doors, and it was basically a command bridge from Halo. Oh. And like you see, there's people and there's tables and yada yada, and you mm-hmm. see it all. And apparently that was supposed to be really cool too. But they haven't released that. But what they say is like, you have it plugged in, and you look at a wall. Mm-hmm. And you could tell the HoloLens that this wall is going to be the map for the game right, you're playing. Right. So you look right, there's a map, you look left again, so you don't have to like toggle between menus, you know? Yep. Which will be nifty. And then, of course, if you walk into the room and I'm doing this, I won't not see you. Right. Because you'll still be there, so that'd be cool. Um, but, so I think that's what the, a lot of the people are saying the 4K is for some type of gotcha. connectivity of that. Yep. Um, but then, the other question, too, is do we need all this shit? I'm not particularly excited about VR. I've said it on other platforms before. You're saying it right now. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And, of course, we like video games a lot. So anything that could enhance that sounds interesting. But um, I have no problems with looking at a TV. Me neither. And the thing about VR that bothers me and the augmented reality, too, is it seems... um, and maybe it, it could be easier in the future, but as it stands right now, it seems too complicated in terms of, like, whatever gear you're going to need, the space you're going to need. Like, what if your room doesn't have a blank wall and you kind of need a blank right. wall? And, like, all of that seems like it's far too complicated. And I could just pick up a controller and play a fucking game. Whereas I have to... There's a moment in time when I have to be like, this wall is where my map is going to be. Like, the, the whole setup of it right. seems like it's it's too much for me. I, like, I can't with setup. Sure, I just sure. want to play something. I don't have a lot of I time. Mean, yeah, I mean, so, on one hand, relax. Because <laughs> I think it'd give you options and you, you know, sure. whatever. But on the other hand, I totally agree. It's why you and I are console gamers, not PC gamers. Yep. Because I don't want to fidget around with graphic settings. and. Nope. Fidelity and FPS. I even hate... I mean, this is a really, really nitpicky, and I'm, I'm not really that mad about it or anything, but I just started playing Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and at the beginning, they made me do a thing where, like, I had to do my resolution, right? So, yeah. like, I had to... Adjust and, the borders to... And still, I hate this. Yeah. But let me tell you, the one for Tomb Raider was very stupid, because what it said was, um, adjust your, like 
contrast or whatever until you can barely see the Tomb Raider logo. And so I had this moment when I was like, what does barely see mean? Like, because I can can kind of barely see it here, but I can still see it here, but that seems like too low. Like, that was like very vague. If it's like, I line up these dots, or if it's like any of those things are fine, but I was like, what is the fuck is barely see yeah the point of that that's like the gamma settings and it's so that when there's a scene that's dark you you feel that it's dark right like you don't feel that it's too dark right i ignore that and i put it way up yeah i should have yeah because um, you still can it's still and i put it up more than i think i i had that moment in my brain where i was like no i'm putting it up more, up more yeah. than this even yeah. though i can more than barely see it right right I mean, because it's the shtick would be, so say in that game, if you're fighting, like, a wolf to, like, see its eyes in the distance, you right. turn it up too bright, and you clearly see the wolf walking past, and right. some of the, ooh, is gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to put it up. Um, I just thought that instruction was so vague that I was like, I don't know if this is going to look good or not. Like, I had yeah, a moment Batman where I was does like, that, too. But ugh. it's the same idea, I think, when you're traipsing around sewers or you're on a yeah. dark rooftop, you know. Um because it'll make you have to do things. Like, Laura has that hunter set sense or some mm-hmm. shit like that, and Batman has a detective mode. Yeah. So, if it's too dark, you'll have to trigger one of Well, and I have to say, I've, I've very recently, you haven't been watching me play this game, but it was astute of you to say about the wolves, because I have been going into caves left and right that mm-hmm. are totally pitch black, and wolves come out and eat me. Right. And you can't see them. You hear them first. Right. And I have to say that it's like, that's really cool. It's right. like a very right. effective, cool And I thing. think that's why they give you that option, because, yeah. well, one, they don't know where you are. Right. So, like, it exists. Your living room, you have a window behind you. Right. Um, so maybe your screen always looks a little too bright anyway. So you right. have to bring up the brightness on the screen, otherwise you can't see anything. Right. So that's why they make you pick. Yeah. But maybe they can find better. Anyway, the point is, I'm fine with it. That's right. like one small setup thing that I can handle. But like, when right. I start thinking about VR, I'm like, there's too much here. Well, I mean... They're, they're, they're... And do I have to stand? Like, I could probably sit, but like, depending on what I'm playing, but like... I mean, there's that, a thing on my face and I have to move my head. the difference between you and I with this stuff, though, yeah. right? Is that because, like, I want the brand new phone mm-hmm. and I want, like, what can I plug into it? You know, like, oh, lens is things I could add and all right. that kind of stupid shit. Um, but you don't. You right. want to buy a phone, you want to plug it in, you want it to work. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that's why it's not for you. Right. The annoying thing is when they do the push for it. Right. Like when Wii U came out as everything's motion controls. That was annoying until I started coming out with the games that you could play regularly. Yep. Um, so same thing, as long as these companies are still making games that aren't VR only or HoloLens only. Of course, of course. And then it's not a big thing, and then we could try it and slowly dive in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, anything else? Yeah, I mean, to me, the thing that is is just most interesting about this and and what we've talked about so far is just the, like, the difference in these consoles. Because I think there was a time when I was, I don't know, maybe it was a little more than 10 years ago, 10 to 15 years ago, when you really might have sat down and said, I'm going to buy a console. Right. Do I want an Xbox, a PlayStation, or whatever the Nintendo system was at the time? Right. And I think more and more as we move forward, and maybe it's just because of our age and our whatever, it's more like, do I want an Xbox or a PlayStation? Do I also want a Nintendo system? Right. It doesn't seem like if I just had the Wii U that I would be a satisfied gamer. Mm-hmm. I you agree. Know? Yep. And again, it might partially be because of my age, because I'm sure a 10-year-old gamer would be satisfied to just have a Wii U, um, probably. But... Uh, yeah, it just seems like an add-on. And to me, the reason why my stance on the 
um, Nintendo Switch is I don't really care is because I feel like Nintendo can do whatever it wants. I'm not a big, I'm not the big Nintendo fan I was as a kid. Right. I'm going to continue to buy their consoles so long as they release Zelda games for those consoles. Right. And that's the end of my Nintendo life. Like, so, so they have me for that. And there might be a point in which they lose me for that. I don't know what they would have to do to right. really lose me. They'd have to do a lot. It'd right. have to be like something really stupid or really unaffordable or something for me not to buy a system for a Zelda game. Right. Um, yeah, and then whatever else I get as a bonus, if I get to play Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, I'm like happy to play it. I'm happy to have my Wii U, even though really I only bought it to play Zelda, right. to play Breath of the Wild, and I will play Breath of the Wild on my Wii U. Right. Then that's it, you know. Whatever else I got to play was just like a nice bonus. Well, that's why I'm hoping the third-party thing will help. Because when you and I walk into GameStop looking for, like, oh, you know, maybe we'll pick up a game today. And then yeah. we end up buying Doom. Right. It's not available on Wii U. Right. So we're going to pick it up from PS4. Right. You know, we're going to get an Xbox One in a couple months, and then maybe we'll decide which one of those. Yeah. But if it's not available on whatever the Nintendo option is at the time, then obviously... Then the Nintendo is just, like, useless. It's not right. useless. It's it's good right. for exactly what it's good for and nothing else. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like I said, it's, like, the Smash Brothers console or your Mario yep. Kart console. And it's, like... Do I need a whole console for that? Or maybe they should do what Sega did and drop out and just become like a software developer. Yeah. But obviously not because Nintendo has legs and people like it. A hundred percent. But, um, and I'm not even encouraging them to drop out. I just think it's so interesting the way that it's shifted in even just the past 10 years where not that it's not a viable console. That's like a complete overstatement, but it's, it's just not, um, it doesn't keep up in the same ways that the other two systems are keeping up with each other. And that's why I say it's like this other thing over there. Right. That's doing great. It doesn't need, that's the thing too. Like, I mean, I don't know their numbers or anything, but I don't imagine they need to do what you're, you're requesting they do. I imagine they make plenty of fucking money doing what they do right now. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't blame them for any of it and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just, it makes me care less and less moving forward about the system in general, whatever it might be. Yeah. And whatever its capabilities may or may not be. Even if it's awesome, I don't care. Or if it's less awesome, I don't care. Like, if it's trash, I won't care. Like, right, that's right. fine. And if they never release another Zelda game for it, other than Breath of the Wild, I won't own it. And that's just the fact. Right. And if they do, then I will. And that's right. just the fact, you know? Well, because let's, let's look at it this way, right? Um, I was playing Destiny on PS3. And I needed to upgrade to PS4 to continue to play Destiny the way oh, yes. I wanted to play. This is a great example. Yeah. So I did, and that's right. what I did. And I did the PS4 over the Xbox One, because even though at the time I was a bigger fan of the Xbox environment, mm-hmm. this one game kind of dictated me in that way. Yep. Now, eventually we're going to get the one, so it's not going to be a big deal overall anyways. And then when there's another generational switch in a couple of years, then we'll make a decision. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I... I... I could see us, the way things are now, if they stayed the same as they are now, I could see us always owning all three. Right. I think there's valid reasons for that. But again, you're going to have to choose to buy one first. We're not going to buy all three at once because that would That's be crazy. Right. Yeah. So I guess in a way that might be what they're competing for. Like what's your like main one? What's your favorite? What's the one you're definitely going to get first because it has the most whatever it is you want about it. Yeah. You know? Well, because the other thing too though is that these other consoles, Sony and Microsoft, have like genres of games on them. Mm-hmm. You could play RPGs, you could play first person shooters, you could play third person action adventures, etc. Yep. But like, what does Wii let you do? Mm-hmm. 
there's some there's obviously side scrollers and yeah. there's like mm, yeah I guess there's third person adventures yeah um, there's no first person I mean I know there was a re-release of GoldenEye that was like right. remastered and stuff is but, Splatoon in first person no Oh. Yeah, it's third person also. But Jeez. a lot of people consider it like a first person shooter, even though first person literally means first person perspective. So right. it's fine. Um, yeah, no, third person. I mean, and again, I get it. If that's not their strong suit, they'd rather not fail at it. Totally fine. Sure. But it's why that they're not the solution for someone's video game needs. It's right. Because they don't have options. Yep. Um, yeah, again, like you're saying, like, and no offense to Yoshi's Woolly World, I hear it's a great game. And I'm sure we would have a lot of fun playing it. I'm not trying to suggest we wouldn't, but how your point is a good one. How is it any different from Super Mario 3D World? Ring about like what that's going to give you that's different as a gaming experience. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the case with all their games. The, right. Again, the things we play on the Wii U are Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers. We play Mario Party because we like it, but that's obviously a little bit lesser to the other two, I right. think. And. Uh, that's pretty much it. I played Captain Toad. I really enjoyed it. Um, we played Super Mario 3D World. We really enjoyed it. But this is like five games. How many games have you already played for the PS4? Yeah, I mean, even you in know? your short time having it. Like, yeah. You've played through Doom. You're in the middle of playing through I played Tomb all Raider. four Uncharted. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's already kind of... It shows what made more sense at the time. Well, and uh, to your point, too, part of the reason that uh, I have more of an affinity for Sony than Microsoft personally. And that's a very small, like small bit. But part of the reason is, is because Sony is a Japanese company and I, there's some JRPGs I like to play that don't get released for Xbox, which is fine. Um, But that's another genre too, to like go and talk about, you know, all these different genres and options that you have, you know? No, it's true. And those are very wildly different games. Doom is nothing like Tales of Zillia. Right, but you, you know? can play them on the same. But you can play them on the same console, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think I got an Xbox 360, so I had a PS2 and it was dying, and then I got an Xbox 360 because it was more affordable than the PS3 at the time. Gotcha. That was hard for me because I couldn't play the next Metal Gear game, which was Sons of the Patriots. Oh yeah. Um, and but eventually I did, and I played it, and it was totally fine. Um. But the other thing too is like there's there aren't a lot of console exclusives for those two games that are like really make or break. I mean, even now this newest Metal Gear game is actually available on both of those right. consoles. I will say another reason when I got my PS3, um, the reason I got the PS3 instead of the Xbox 360, and I was very late to the PS3 slash 360, um, is because I really wanted to play The Last of Us, hmm. so, right. which is yeah, a Sony, a Sony exclusive. exclusive. Yep. So, and obviously Uncharted is also a Sony exclusive, right? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, those are those are two games right there that I really love. Yeah. Some of my favorite games, so. Yeah, and then, but, and that. And this is the stuff that makes you decide, obviously. And that holds weight, right. Yeah. Not in the same, in the, not in the same way where you're like, I definitely want to play a new Mario Kart, but I'm not going to pick this Nintendo console over right. picking this other console. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, it, um. When recently we we saw my friend Nick and we were telling him that we were going to buy an Xbox One One and he was like, oh, why? Like, what is it that you want to play on the Xbox One that you can't play on on your PS4 knowing that we had PS4s? So that, but that's the question. Whereas if I just said to somebody, hey, I'm going to buy a Wii, they'd know why. 
Right. right. <laughs> or, hey, I'm not going to buy a Wii. They'd also and honestly, know why. And, and that could be a pro, really, for Nintendo. Yeah. Because these other two consoles aren't differentiating themselves. No, I do think it is a pro. That I No. I, that's, that's the thing that I find so interesting to me, is that Sony and Microsoft have become so entangled in a way that in which they have to compete against each other, for sure. Right. Because the Sony... PlayStation needs to prove to me why I want it over an Xbox right. and vice versa. Whereas Nintendo just, Nintendo's around. Right. They can do whatever they want, which is kind of cool in terms of innovation. They can try a lot of things that work or don't work with little risk because right. people are either going to buy it or they're not, quite honestly. Um, but it's also like to their own detriment because the, then they're not really, a, they're playing a different game. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, right. like, completely in the world that they live in of video game creation and innovation. They are doing something else. Right. Something else entirely. And there are great things about that. And there are other things about that, like, what the fuck? Right. You know, this is crazy. How can you still not play a fucking DVD on the Wii U? That's insane. Right. It's insane. I mean, yeah, because <laughs> you do have to take note of, like, what the world does. Right. But that's why I think it's important to note of... The Japaneseiness of Nintendo. Yes, because yeah. I really don't know what a day-to-day life is like for a Japanese person who plays video games. Totally. Because um, then maybe DVDs and Netflix is not important to them. It's true. And that's why why waste the R and D on letting these Nintendo consoles do it. Yeah, yeah. So I get that, but um, as a Westerner, mm-hmm. it's like weird to me mm-hmm. because. I like the idea of seamlessly doing one thing to another thing on the same device. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And like you said, I think people are still going to buy it. I'm curious as to what... Like, is Nintendo in trouble? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I think the Wii U sold abysmally, but in terms of what they were hoping for, it did fine. Yeah, I think it did fine. Um, They still make Amiibos, so those are going well. Well, that's the thing, too. Like I said, they have so many, like, attach add-ons and stuff that, like, they they make a bunch of money in a bunch of different different ways. ways, yeah. Um, Right, because, like, you need to buy an add-on to plug in your GameCube controllers. Right. And if yeah. you can't find it, then you'll buy, like, a, a pro. Right, and obviously, they, yeah, they had the pros made and all that stuff. I, I want to say the other thing, too, that I think we talked about this a little bit. This is sort of moving a little bit. Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, a thing that I hate about the Nintendo systems, absolutely fucking loathe, is they have so many fucking controller options now. And the, the Switch seems to be going in the same direction. There's, like, at least three or four things in that video alone that you can play with. Perhaps there's more. I don't know. But I find this to be such a problem, personally, as a as a gamer. Because, like, with the Wii U... So, with the Wii U, you can play with the gamepad. You can play with the GameCube controllers if you get an adapter. You can play with the Pro controllers. You can play with the Wiimote. And you can play with the Wiimote and Nunchuck, depending right. on the game. Which I would classify those as two different controllers. Because they're wildly different in terms of how you hold and, the and thing. And you have to pay for the Nunchuck. The Nunchuck yep, and it's a separate thing, right. too. Yeah. So... That's like five different ways to play the same game. I think Nintendo wants us to believe this is awesome. You know, like, I think they want to be like, look at it, like, you can do this, and you can do this, and you can also do this, and so you can then choose the thing that you enjoy the most, or whatever. But I actually find it really isolating. So, we... I have the Wii U, and so I play... When we play Smash Brothers or Mario Kart, I play on the gamepad. So we went to a friend's house in Boston... A couple mm-hmm. year, a year or two ago, yeah. or whatever, we were up there, and they were playing Smash Brothers on the Wii U, and I was like, I need the gamepad 
bros. Yeah. Because that's what I play on. And I didn't want to play with a nunchuck right. and a Wiimote. And I didn't want to play. I, I would have done fine, I'm sure. I mean, but I didn't know different. how to do it. They're very, And they're very different from each other. Right. So I mean, the B button being on the back of your Wiimote as opposed to being a thumb bend away on the gamepad yeah. is an entirely different And the buttons structure. do different things. Besides, you jump in different ways. I think you press top on the nunchuck to jump. Yeah, you push like C or Z. And you can press and A I've, or and something. And I switched it personally yeah. too. Right. Which you can do too, but then that's a whole thing if you're in a party setting to be like, hey, right. hold like, on hold a minute, bro. I got to change my controls. Yeah. yeah, so I just, I find it really isolating. Whereas like if somebody's playing a PlayStation, you walk in and you pick up a fucking PlayStation controller, end of story, done. There's not eight different other things. And, and Nintendo seems to be the only thing that ever really did that. I know that there are knockoff versions of controllers made by other companies, and those can feel a little different. Right. But they aren't objectively different, right. really. Right. They just feel a little different. Like, So I just think it's... I think that's madness. <laughs> you know, and when I look at the Switch commercial, I'm like, this is madness. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they only use two controllers in the Switch, I think. They only use the two ear things and yeah. then they use the pro controller and they use one ear thing for one person sure but i mean so like it's all still thing. one piece though but that's so, a wildly different gaming experience to do this where sure of this. well but let me say this um my problem with nintendo's multi-controller approach mm. is that not all games play with all controllers mm. because like we're playing so mario party yep you can play with a gamepad, I believe. Yes, I no, play with you the definitely game. can play with a gamepad. Sorry, yeah. but you can play with a um, a Wiimote. Mm-hmm. There's no nunchucks, right? But I also believe you can play with a game controller, a pro controller, yeah, yeah, um, or a GameCube controller for that matter, probably. Well, see, I don't know though because there's know. motion control things. Oh yeah, is why I think there's the pro. But gotcha. then, but there's other games. So like when you go through Nintendo Land, some games you need a nunchuck, some you don't. Mm-hmm. I would imagine almost none of those games would be available for a pro controller. Well, and to your case, too, with Mario Party specifically, actually, I'm now realizing you can only play with the gamepad if you're playing as Bowser. Bowser. Right. Because you need those motion controls. Right. In a way that the gamepad can't quite support. I mean, the gamepad didn't come with... Uh, the Wii U, rather, didn't come with a Wiimote. Right. It didn't. So it's 100% like, right. what the fuck? It just came with the so gamepad. So if there's any games that I need a Wiimote to play, I already like can't Mario play Party. those games. Yeah. Right. No, that's really fucked up. That's a good. That's point. what's annoying to me. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. is like because if I so if I wanted to be really crazy about it and I bought a, a a controller pro and I had a little holster for it that I wore around my belt, right? And I could walk into every place that had a switch right, or whatever, and I could play it. Yeah. that sounds great. Yeah, but I bet I couldn't. Right, and that's what's annoying. Why would yeah. I even spend the money on these other controllers? I might as well learn how to play it on the gamepad or a Wiimote. Yeah, it's a really good point. And to that point, too, like, because I think somebody might, as a an argument to that, say, like, well, if you want to play guitar here, you got to buy a guitar. But then that's, like, game-specific, and that's different, I think. Right, because we bought saying. into that idea already knowing right. that you need a special thing for this one game. For this one game, right. Yeah, no, it's it's a really good point. I just think it's madness. It's It's crazy to me, like... And I get why maybe it's cool that you can play one thing in so many different ways, but that's crazy. It's like handing somebody, I don't know, anything else, a guitar, an actual guitar, and being like, well, I could play it standing upright, or I could play it to the left. Like, it's crazy. Like, you either play the guitar or you don't play the guitar. You know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy to me. It blows my mind. It's like, do you play the Wii U or do you not? Right. And the real answer to that is I do if you give me a gamepad, which is crazy. That's crazy, you know? Yeah, because, like, so let's look at Breath of 
the wild. Yep, Breath of um, the Wild. <laughs> so it's coming out for Wii U and the Switch. We know this. Yep. So let's just look at it on Wii U. Mm-hmm. You probably play with the gamepad. Yeah, I think so. But can I play with other things? Yeah, it's a good question. Because the gamepad comes with the whole console, so it's part of it totally fine. So maybe mm-hmm. I can set up the gamepad to be in front of me while playing with a regular controller, and I could still use the map features or whatever. Yeah. It won't be as seamless because I'll have to reach over, but that's my sure. choice. Totally yep. fine. Um, but then on the Switch, like, yeah, what the fuck? I, I don't, don't even know. know how you would play it because it makes sense to me how you would play it on the portable piece if if it is a gamepad thing for the Wii U. But otherwise, I think it must be that controller, which leads me to believe if that controller doesn't come in that box, then I'll be pretty angry. Because the if you pro? can't, yeah, yeah, probably whatever not. that, yeah, yeah. Um, but it seems like you wouldn't even be able to play Zelda on the console version of it without that controller, potentially. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, and again, I get that. Like, I'm I'm fine with them giving me everything, and I have a lot of options out of the box, and I'll, and I'll deal with it. But right. yeah, it's annoying to think, especially if I'm supposed to be able to play that new game in my house or on the road. Yeah. Like then, in my brain, I'll just have to reframe the control scheme. Yeah. Because let's say, so it's really hard for me to play Smash when you got it for Wii U because I never played with a nunchuck. Right, and I could choose to play with the nunchuck or, or just the moat, yeah. Right. But obviously we all played with GameCube and N64 controllers, right? Yep. So then that's what you're talking about. It gets tricky because then you go to someone's house and, oh, they don't have an extra nunchuck. So right. now I have to play in the regular Wiimote way. Um, and that's the tough part. Because yeah. if you're really good with a gamepad, but the owner of that console is really good with the gamepad, then you're shit out of luck. Right, yeah. Um, and same thing with these the dog ear controllers where there's only going to be one set, and if I need both to play and someone else wants to play with me, they have to do another thing. Yeah, I just I just think it's crazy. Yeah. A- again, a- and there's things about it, sure, that are potentially really cool because you could find something that you really enjoy more than something else, and you have options, and, and, and in a way, that's a great thing. But in right. another way, it's like, what the hell? If you walk into a room, can you play it or can you not? Well, you know? yeah. And Is no it... other system has this thing. Right. Like, n- and Nintendo just keeps going further down this fucking rabbit hole of yeah. it. It's crazy. I, mean, I just want real options, though. Yeah. Like, can I really play with any controller I want? Yeah. Or can I generally play with any controller, but this specific game has yeah. a limit of them? Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Because you said you didn't have a lot of friends who played games when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. But, like, I do recall... And 64 days, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, we're all going to play Mario Kart, but bring your controller. Yep. Totally fine, and I can do that. Yep. So if it's the same deal with the Switch, it's a very familiar feeling to me. Yeah. But I don't want to get stuck bringing the wrong controller. So right. like, oh, sorry, man, I met your Wii mode. Well, in the case game. of, yeah, that too. And also in the case of the Wii U, that was that's a problem too, because I'd be YO gamepad, but you can only play with one gamepad right. in a party. Yeah. So that's not... You're not supporting that either, then, yep. you know? Yeah. And I mean, generally speaking, I'd say that buying, like, the classic controller or the pro controller... Yeah. The buttons are in very similar places as the gamepad. Yeah. So it should be the closest The closest thing, yeah. Um, but it's still a pain in the butthole. Yeah. I remember we had friends coming up here for a party, and they literally bought a pro controller on the, war- on yeah. the road on the way to our house. Because they were like, yeah, I'll just rather play with that, and we'll just buy one. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's great. It's, it's just... Again, it's crazy. If you invited me over to play PlayStation, there wouldn't be a question. Right. It would just be period, end of sentence. You yeah. know what I mean? So right. it's just, it's really, 
it's unique. Again, this is why I like put Nintendo in this other camp over there where it's just doing whatever the fuck it wants over there. And right. it's doing fine and I don't even disagree with things they're doing, but it's just so different. My brain isn't even like sitting down to compare any of this stuff right. anymore. Yeah. It's just being like Sony or Microsoft and Nintendo. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's crazy. Nuts. Alright, let's wrap it up. Totes. Um so closing thoughts. It looks interesting. Um, but it has a lot to answer for. Yep, I have a lot of questions. I'm interested in finding out those answers. It comes out really soon. Really soon, March 2017. So it's not like we have a say in what's happening to us. So if we want to keep playing Nintendo, it's just going to happen. But hopefully they're open about it. Because I think a lot of the confusion with the Wii U is no one was sure. Like, Wii U, is it a second Wii? Is it the same thing? Is it an add-on? It was a little confusing. So the Switch, hopefully the marketing message will get clearer as we get closer. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to do it for Dangerous to Go Alone this week. Follow us on Tumblr at d2ga.tumblr.com. Um, there'll be like one or two days a week that I'm like, I'm going to post three things. Yep. Otherwise, Amanda's in charge, and she does a great job. Follow us on Danger Alone. Nope, follow us on Twitter at Danger Alone Pod. And then check out BrokenJars.xyz for a bunch of cool shit. New episode of... The Great Scott Podcast. Great Scott. Yep, coming that's going to be coming tonight. out. Tonight. Tomorrow. Well, we record tonight, Sunday, when we are recording, mm-hmm. but it'll be out Monday, which will be two days before this episode drops. There you go. So it's already out. Check it out. It's already out. Check it out. Thanks, Amanda. You're welcome. Um, that is it. Right? I didn't forget anything? Nope. Okay, good. Bye. See you later.